and welcome to Casa Loud Chats, a podcast dedicated to Nickelodeon's The Casa Grandes and the Loud House Universe, and I'm your host, Sunny, and welcome to episode 44 of Casa Loud Chats, and today we're going to be talking about the brand new episodes of The Loud House and The Casa Grandes that aired this week, but today I'm actually not alone in talking about these brand new episodes of both shows. I have a very special first-time guest on my show today, my first new guest of 2021, this person I've known for a very long time that he is a very talented artist of course i've known him as a very talented artist is yuki red star welcome to my show yuki thank you for having me nice introduction thank you thank you i almost got nervous there because i'm like oh first time guest i don't know how to introduce them but yes i'm very excited to have you as my very first guest of 2021 so yuki um i'm sure there's people out there who who do know who you are because of course you're a very talented artist if no one is looking at your art please look at it but um i'd like you to introduce yourself to our audience tell us a little bit about yourself you can call me yuki red star i'm currently 21 years old I reside in Manhattan, New York, and I am still by my lonesome. I make a living by going to college and doing art. I've been an artist for 13 years, and I never get tired of it. I don't smoke, but I do occasionally drink. I do some dancing exercises, and I watch some YouTube on the daily and to help my, and help my parents out with chores. I drink some nice water before doing some 20 minutes of stretching before I go to bed. Then I watch some memes on YouTube and some other Smash Bros videos on how to get better. I wake up a bit and then I'm, I'm refreshed and then I'm like, yo, I'm ready to take today's challenges. And uh, yeah, so that's basically who I am. Wow, that was a great introduction about yourself. Totally telling everything about yourself. But of course you also are pro- you are also a fan of the Loud House and the Casa Grandes, of course, right? I mean, that's why you're here. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> so, um, I, th- I never really asked these questions before to my fir- to my guests, but since you're a first-time guest, I wanted to change things up. I was going to ask you, how did you become a fan of the Loud House and the Casa Grandes? And why are you a fan of those okay, shows? Um, I um, started getting into the Loud House in 2018. That was, like, that was after I graduated high school in June, and it was in the middle of, like, before I started my first ever semester in college in August. So, yeah, um, I was just bored. <laughs> I was on YouTube. I was watching watching a lot of top 10 moments in cartoon hi- history, specifically top 10 dirty jokes, since I do, I am a big fan of the dirty jokes in cartoons. And then I noticed something there. I noticed... That, um, I see this show called The Loud House, another show on Nickelodeon. I watched a lot of Nickelodeon back then, along with some Cartoon Network and the Disney Channel. And I was like, you know what? Ten dirty jokes in The Loud House? Let's, let's, let's try it. <laughs> let's, let's try it. <laughs> and, of course, when I'm watching this video, I am introduced to... Um, my first ever character I got introduced to is Lin Loud Jr. And I got... Lin Loud Jr., is freaking awesome she is by far one of the funniest one of the floofiest and one of the most charismatic characters on the entire show like what's there not to love about her so yeah so i was watching that um video i had a few laughs here and there about some like particularly iconic ones that i didn't know was iconic and then when i i got fully into the fandom in somewhere around like after my birthday which was october 7th 
And then I started my humble beginnings into the fandom on Amino. Of course, as the months went on, I left Amino and I just started to mostly go on, on Twitter and stuff, posting stuff. And apparently it's surprising that some people knew who I was. Like, like, like when I'm <laughs> like, it's hard to explain, but apparently as I was drawing and improving, a lot of people were knowing who I was. I formed a lot of amazing connections with people, gained a lot of new best friends. Of course, there was a lot of conflict. I learned about a lot of the Loud House and Casa Grande's secrets, the secret <laughs> of the fandom, what happened in the past of the fandom. It's pretty crazy. But apparently, I'm, uh, but fortunately, I was glad that I was not within it because... Um, the past me was not was not going to be emotionally prepared for what was to come. So yeah, and Casa Grandes, I love the Loud House, so I might as well love the Casa Grandes. And Sid, best girl in Casa Grandes. Oh, that that's an amazing story. Like you started on Amino. Like I remember when I used to like scroll through the Loud House Amino for like art and stuff, and I'm like, yeah, I. I, I used to go on there and just, like, search stuff that I never use anymore. But that's also the people, like, would recognize you. Because, again, your art is fantastic. Like, you like I, me- I remember some of your old stuff. And then, like, you've improved so much. That that's amazing. Like, I'm so glad you're part of the fandom because your art is incredible. Well, I hope I can be the light for the fandom. And I hope to set, set an example. Even though, like, I do strive for being humble, I don't mind getting a few licks here and there. Yeah, save here. Like, that's why I'm also an artist. I want to be a nice light at the end of the tunnel in some, you know, cases. But you did talk about Lin Lao Jr., which, by the way, this week she did get her own episode. That must have been very mm-hmm. exciting for you. We're going to be talking about that later. But, of course, we're going to get into some exciting stuff before we talk about the new episodes of both shows that aired. So we're going to get into... Mm-hmm. Although yes. I do really mm-hmm. miss Luna. I really do. Well, she did get an episode this season, season five, uh, that was banned together. She did get an episode this season. But... Yeah, and um, also for guys, for you guys who didn't know, like, Lynn Loud is one of my favorite Louds, but Luna Loud is my favorite. Like, in the words of a Smash player by the name of Little Z, Luna Loud is my best character. Like, she's <laughs> actually one of my best characters. <laughs> she is one Same of the best. Art. Oh yeah, yeah. I I hope that I hope I hope we get a Saluna episode this season. Like, like yo, like this just just dumb. It's just dumb. <laughs> What's not so fun about them? <laughs> yeah, I know, right? They're they're awesome, Perry. Like, what's not to love about Saluna? Looking respectively. <laughs> 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 oh man, I love that we're derailing so much already. That being started. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I'm sorry, it's okay. I love it. I love your energy, man. I love having people who are just full of energy on my podcast. It's great. <laughs> we're off to a great start. <laughs> All right, but first we need to get into some exciting stuff before we get into more exciting stuff. So let's jump up. Ju- let's jump into some news. Let's talk about some Casa news. All right, yes. so 
Yes, we got lots of news to talk about. So this week, again, there are more brand new episodes of The Loud House and The Casa Grande's airing this week at 7, starting with The Loud House. Uh, the Casa Grande's are airing two episodes called Guilt Trip and Shortcut, which both got leaked on Amazon earlier, like in December. So most of, most of us had already seen those episodes, but I didn't talk about them yet. I'll talk about them once they do air officially for those who haven't seen them yet. But for The Loud House and The Casa Grande, no, The Loud House, for The Loud House, we're getting no bus no fuss and resident upheaval which are two new episodes the no bust no fuss episode being the bullying episode and the resident upheaval episode being the click of a cloud episode so yuki are you excited for more brand new episodes of both shows coming out this week oh oh, oh definitely definitely i'm looking looking forward to it are any of the uh, are is there any episode that stands out to you that you're most excited for Mm, I wouldn't. Okay. Um. I honestly wouldn't really say excited. Although I am pretty nice. It's it's nice we're getting new episodes. Um. But the one that's got me the most interested was no bus, no fuss. Oh yeah, me too. Cause they they showed a sneak peek of that episode. They showed a clip of it from the Loud Casa YouTube, and it's looking very interesting. I'm here, like, oh no, no, no. They're actually gonna show real bullying. This is not yeah. like. The, like this is, this is not like season one Ronnie Ann or Chandler. This is actual bullying. It's real bullying because, like, they're eighth graders, they're older than them, and they actually, like, first of all, they actually beat up Lincoln's, Lincoln and his friends. That's what's, what's, that's what's awful about it. They actually beat them up. It's, like, showing real bullying and, and they're traumatized and, like, they're gonna have to find ways to get off the bus and stuff. Like, this is actually, like, for real serious that they're taking this so seriously now. Mm-hmm. But, like you said, hopefully there's, like, a light at the end of the tunnel. So I wouldn't be, like, all too worried like I was since it was just a preview. But we'll see what happens. Yeah, I'm sure they'll handle it well. Because, again, like, the way they're going about it with, like, this is not heavy metal from season one where they are just, like, making a joke out of bullying. This is actually real serious bullying in this episode. And hopefully it goes well. Like, I am worried about the backlash or response to this episode because... Some fans can be that way, but I think I think they'll handle it well. Hopefully. Yeah, and I'm also excited for the Clink and McCloud one, the one about them fighting over their grandmas, just because I love Clink and McCloud episodes, and from what we've seen of that one, of them dressing up as their grandmas. I didn't even see the preview for that one, but I heard they were arguing? Yeah, they they um they were dressing up as their grandmas and fighting over who gets to like live there, I guess, but like uh Lincoln dressed up as Myrtle and uh, Clyde dressed up as his, uh, as his uh, Nana Gale, I think that's what her name is. So we'll finally see her. But yeah, it's going to be like mm-hmm. very interesting just to see them fighting for once. Well, hopefully this does bring development to those two. Oh, absolutely. That's what I'm most excited for is their development. And for the Casa Grandes, again, those both, both of those episodes we've seen already. But I'm most excited for Guilt Trip because it's a Bobby and Ronnie episode and I love their sibling dynamic, and they need more episodes together. Oh, yeah. Um, I was trying to, like, put it off until it aired, because how did Amazon get the leak for it? I don't know. <laughs> like, they, they leaked... That makes no sense. Like... They leaked four episodes all at once, and, like, then the Loud Casa YouTube posted a sneak peek of Meal Ticket, which that episode hasn't come out, but is going to eventually once we talk about it. But it's so weird how Amazon was able to leak them out, like... A month before they come out. <laughs> so weird. Well, definitely weird. Definitely. Yeah. 
But what can you do? But at least they'll be airing officially for those who haven't seen it yet, so that's good. And we did get the title cards for those episodes as well as sneak peeks for both of those episodes. But again, those will be airing this week at 7 o'clock and uh, 7 o'clock starting with The Loud House, 7.30 for the Casa Grandes like last time. So don't miss them because they're all going to be very good episodes or very exciting episodes, of course. Um, then jumping over to our next piece of news for The Loud House, we have more brand new episodes coming out next week with the Casagrades, of course, but these episodes we didn't hear about until actually yesterday <laughs> as we're recording this. We found out more brand new episodes that just got announced by Nick, actually, because usually we hear about them from zap to it or some other website, but Nick actually was able to post it officially. So we have two new episodes focused on Lenny and Lisa. So the first one is- Yo, going Lenny to... going into politics? Yes, me? yes, yes. All right, let's talk about the Lenny one first then. Um, it's called Electron. Uh, Lenny goes toe-to-toe with the mayor in a citywide Royal Woods election. So yeah, how do you feel about Lenny running for mayor? Like, what do you feel about she that? She can't even walk into chew gum at the same time. How <laughs> the hell is she go- going against a goddamn mayor? How is she running for mayor? Isn't she like 17? He's you, 17. You're supposed to be 25. Yeah, like... I can run for mayor yet. Yeah, I'm like 24, right? I, I can't even run yet. I think I... I, you're, I one, think it's, you're one year away. You're yeah, year I think away it's 25. <laughs> what this, like... I, someone said this, like, what if Lisa, like, makes a machine where she can age up Lenny to, like, 25 years old so she can run or something? Oh, yeah. that, that, could, that could be... That could be something. Yeah, but I'm wondering why... Why does Lenny run for mayor? Like, what, what what would her reason be as to why she wants to run for well, mayor? Well, we gotta find out when the episode airs. That's true. I mean, I, I, we could make predictions, but I I don't know why. Oh, but... yeah, I know about you and your predictions, especially <laughs> on a mess. Oh, God. I'm so mad we're not getting that this month. I'm so angry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh man, meal ticket had to take the spot, but oh well. <laughs> Nick just wants me to suffer to wait, but yeah, what can you do? But yeah, no, that that one we're all really looking forward to just because Lenny's running for mayor. Like that's that like they should be airing that episode on President's Day, not the episode we're getting on President's Day. That'd be perfect to like promote as a President's Day episode, because Lenny's running for mayor. Politics. You it's perfect. Why not air it then? I don't know why. They're airing on a Friday. I'm not trying to bet um, Lenny's going to be going for going for mayor because of fashion reasons. That's what I'm thinking. But maybe maybe the mayor, like, bans fashion or some kind of form of clothing. And maybe Lenny takes a stance on that or something. I don't know. I don't know how it would go. Yeah, that could be a possibility. Yeah, but that one we're all really looking forward to. Because, like, the most out there plot of Lenny running for mayor. It's also kind of, like, my friend JD said it's very meta. Just because, again, we just had an election. So it's kind of funny we're getting an episode about politics in the Loud House. I'm here like, oof. (laughs) Yeah. And then, um, after that, we're getting, uh... (laughs) And then after that, we're getting uh, the Lisa episode, School of Shock. Uh, Lisa takes over her first grade classroom and learns there's more to teaching than just knowing facts. Uh, so are you excited about... Yeah. I'm I'm really interested in that one. Me too. Yeah, I'm I'm really excited at uh, Lisa trying to teach her class because, you know, Lisa's super smart, so... Because you already know that Lisa Loud has that big fat, juicy, 500,000 IQ. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's going to be kind of cool to see her uh, teaching her class. Like, 
maybe we'll see uh, Darcy again, or maybe David, her love interest in the show again, hopefully. Maybe just oh, yeah. Darcy. I know somebody will love to see David again. Oh, yeah, yeah. But I would love to see yeah, Darcy I think, I, again. I, I, I think you know who we're talking about. Yeah, we do. Yeah, she's out there. We're <laughs> shouting you out. <laughs> Yo, shout out. Yo, we got shout out there. I didn't realize that Lisa had two friends with D names. Like, I was just thinking about Darcy, David. Like, Lisa has two friends with D, D names. That's kind of funny. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that's really exciting. But yeah, those episodes will be airing uh, next week, February 5th. With the Casa Grandes, I talked about these episodes before, but it's going to be Fool's Gold and Flight Plan are going to be paired with those episodes. So again, more brand new episodes of the last of the Casa Grandes, still on Fridays. That'll be next week. That's very exciting. So we're getting more episodes of both shows. Uh, then we finally have an air date for No Egrets and Meal Ticket, which were both leaked on Amazon. Those will be airing February 15th, which is President's Day. Which, was, like, when I first heard about it, I was like, why are they just airing these episodes randomly on a Monday? And then they're, and they're I like, have no idea. But then everybody told me it's a holiday. It's like, oh, okay, because everybody will be off because President's yeah. Day. So that makes sense. I, I, yeah. But I'm sad because I won't get an episode near near or close to my birthday this year. <laughs> That's kind of sad. Imagine if, like, if, if Other Mess actually comes out on your birthday. Uh, I wish it could, but my birthday's on a Sunday. That would never happen. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Unless, unless some miracle happens where, like, the, the Casa Grande YouTube posts, like, a sneak peek of the episode of my birthday. Like, if that happened, <laughs> then I'd probably be over the moon. <laughs> you are going to explode, my youth. You are going to explode. And I'm oh, my God. That, <laughs> like, everybody, like, every time I come on the Discord, everybody's asking me, oh, man, Sonny, like, what, what's happening with Under Mess? And I'm like, the episode didn't come out here. You guys are making me even more, like, like freak. Like, you guys are making me more worried than I already am about the episode. Stop asking me about it until Yo, it actually oh my is God. announced. Just, just imagine the title card. Was, was oh, like, my God. I've had The so title long. card is going to speak a lot. Like, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I just, I need to see, I want to, I need, I just need to see something for that episode, man. Like, I am so worried about the episode more than I've been worried for any episode of anything, like, in the both shows. Like, that's the episode that is going to make me or break me. Like, I just, I just don't know. But, like, if I saw the title card or just anything from the episode that I have a better idea of how I feel about it and not be too worried. But because we haven't seen anything from Under Mess yet, I'm still literally in Under Mess about it. Uh -huh. Oh my god, yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we don't know when those two episodes are coming out, but yeah, once once we do finally know when Other Mess and Teacher's Fret comes out, that's when I'm gonna be, like, on peg button mode. <laughs> uh <-huh. laughs> it's gonna be like, um, there's a, there's a scene in Muppets 2015, the, the ABC show, where Carpet goes, Oh my god, Code Red! This is not a drill! And everybody starts freaking out. That's like me when we finally get the air date for that episode. It's like, everybody stop! Everybody panic! <laughs> uh, everybody panic! Stay calm! Everybody stay calm! Yeah, like that office scene where it's like, calm, it's everything it's happening! Everybody stay calm! Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> I dread- I, I- Either I dread the day the episode comes out, or I'm excited for the episode. I just don't know. Like, but I hate to talk about it now, but we, have, we don't know what's coming out. But for the other episodes, we have air dates, which are exciting. But I guess- I guess after they air those Casagrande episodes, we'll probably be on a hiatus, but that's all we know so far. But- it is good that we're getting a, a meal ticket. At least we're finally getting that episode officially that we don't have to wait for anymore. But yeah, so that's all the news for the Loud House and the Casa Grandes. Mostly just episode news. We don't have anything else to talk about with that. But um, 
So yeah, so we're going to take a break, and when we come back, we're going to talk about all the brand new episodes of The Loud House and The Casa Grandes that aired last week, well, it's, yeah, last week, which are Cow Pie Kid, Saved by the Spell, The Kid Who Plays Pitcher, and Achy Breaky Art, when we come back. Who's ready for some magic? Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Lincoln the Magnificent. And these guys in the shiny pants are my volunteers. Their methods may be questionable, but they're always looking out for me. Chef Pat, kick it. talk about the brand new episodes of The Loud House and The Casa Grandes that aired this week. We're going to talk about all four new episodes, which are Cow Pie Kids, Saved by the Spell, The Kid Who Plays in the Picture, and Achy Breaky Art. So let's start with The Loud House, of course. We'll start with the first episode, which is Cow Pie Kid. Uh, Lynn pushes Liam to his limits when he becomes the star pitcher for the middle school baseball team. So I know that, I know Lynn's one of your favorite characters, right? Yes. So I'm sure you really love the episode Cow Pie Kid. Oh, yeah, definitely. Definitely. But what'd you think about it? All right. Cowpie Kid. First off, that name is just... Why? Why would they pick that name? <laughs> uh, Something there. But regardless of the name, I think the episode was fantastic. Shows Lynn being the absolute Chad team captain that she is, ensuring her team to victory... Even though they lost, it doesn't matter as long as like Lynn knew that um, Liam had to be benched and take a break because all that throwing arm, he just threw his opportunity to be one of the best pitchers. Uh, also, um, I love how sometimes Lynn gets flustered. She looks really cute when she does that. <laughs> yeah, she is pretty adorable in this episode. I want to pat her floof. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I, I really like this episode. Like, um. I usually, I, I don't, like, sometimes my opinion on Lynn changes, like, usually, like, some, it depends on the episode, like, she's not one of my favorites, but I like her sometimes, but I really did like her in this episode, because, like, I was afraid that she was going to push Liam so much where he would quit the team, but I'm glad that she was very supportive of Liam, and I'm not going to lie, like, I kind of-ish sort of shipped them because of this episode, like, kind of, well, like, platonic- Thing than like a relationship but I think it, I think they're really cute together they have a lot in common I think it's adorable and I'd, I'd like to see more of Liam and Lynn together in future episodes like just being pals like yeah I, I, I really like their dynamic and I really liked how Lynn was very supportive of Liam in this episode and you know she's very she she was very cute at the end she got flustered and again helping Liam was very nice so it was a really nice episode mm-hmm I also see Liam hanging out around with Lana a lot. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I definitely think those two have a lot in common because they both like dirt and mud and animals. I'm surprised that, ep that that episode was not a Lana and Liam episode, but a Lynn and Liam episode. But, you know, I still liked it regardless of that. All right. Uh, anything else you want to say about the episode? 
Mm, all in all, Lynn was the best girl in that episode. <laughs> I absolutely agree. Yeah, Lynn was great. Like this really, this really, this really reminded me that Lynn is a great character. I really do like her. Um, all right, so let's jump over to the next episode, which I I think we have a, we'll probably have a lot to say about this episode. Probably me. <laughs> oh, probably yeah, me. Yeah, <laughs> oh yeah. Oh god, I'm so excited. Oh, yeah. Saved by the spell. Holy mother. Okay. <laughs> yes. All right. We're going to talk about Saved by the Spell. Uh, Lincoln's friends tried to stop him from performing. Yeah, Saved by the Spell. Lincoln's goons were trying to save Lincoln's behind. <laughs> Lincoln's goons. I love that you call Lincoln's goons. Yes. Lincoln's yeah, goons. Yeah, Lincoln's goons tried to stop him from performing a magic tra- magic act at the middle school talent show. So what do you think about this episode, Saved by the Spell? Because I have a lot to say about it, but I'm sure you have a lot to say, lot to say about it. Yeah, Lincoln doing magic in the future, I definitely see it. I definitely see it as his profession. I think he's a really good magician. Um, I see his friends were trying to talk it, um, talk him out of it was because they, apparently, Lincoln's goons actually cared about um, their um, middle school stats. They, they actually cared about the clout. They cared about their middle school clout, and they were afraid of getting a bad repetition or... Um, yeah, they're afraid of getting a bad reputation because they would think that magic is for babies. But luckily, this golden white-haired kid coming out of nowhere with the magic clutch and winning that freaking talent show. I mean, wait, not, not really the winner. Wait, was he the winner? I don't know. But I don't, um, I don't think he won. Yeah. He won to us. He won our hearts. <laughs> <laughs> he won to us. He won to us. <laughs> But, uh, uh, also, there... Stella as a yodel boy. Oh my god. Oh my god. I I we <laughs> that scene was so weird. <laughs> like I'm not I gonna lie. Like, god, I thought it was like a whole new character. Like that actually got me. I'm like, wait, is that like? Wait, no, that has to be Stella. That has. To be... I remember somebody suggested it would be funny if like that was a new character that Stella walked by and then like they looked at each other. And she was like, "Hey, nice horn." Thanks, <laughs> or something like that. Like that, would be and they're funny. gonna be like, "Hey, hey, hey, wait, like, wait a minute, what the, wait, hey, if you're Stella, then who's this?" <laughs> yeah, it's like, wait, if you're Stella, then who's this? I'm your like, boy. Oh, why are you? Why are you? <laughs> oh my god, yeah, I, I thought, it, I thought it was gonna be a new character, but it was just Stella in disguise, which I, I guess was even funnier, just that she, that she's able to do like disguises and voices and stuff, and. You know, trick Lincoln into thinking that she was Yodel Boy. That was, I don't know, that, that seems really funny. But, oh. uh, uh oh. a- anything else you want to say about the episode? Um, well, not, not, um, nothing really much, although, like, Lincoln, Lincoln was a savage. Like, Lincoln actually looked cool in that episode, especially oh. in his title card. Oh my gosh, yeah. Okay, so I'm gonna I might be, a- I actually have a plan to redraw it soon. Oh, please. I would love to see that in your style. Absolutely love your style. I would love to see that. Absolutely. Yeah, but, uh, I redrew the, the I redrew the Lori Mermaid scene and the um Saluna Kiss scene. I might redraw this um Say by the Spell scene. Yes, please do it. I I want I want every I want all all kinds of fan art of Magician Lincoln right on my desk as soon as possible. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> all right, so I'm gonna step up to the mic because I probably I have a lot to say about this episode because of course it what? stars. What I have a lot to say. About this e- I said I said I have a lot to say about this episode because. All right, let's, it is- let's hear it. Yes, because it's about my boy and I love him very much. Um, 
So yes, I, as you can tell, I, I really love this episode. I, I, I love it because I, I, I love it because Lincoln has gotten so much development this season. Like season five, Lincoln is probably my favorite Lincoln of any season whatsoever. Cause like his confidence boost really has developed so much from certain episodes like predictability that episode he he learned that he shouldn't like he shouldn't care about his reputation because he was like oh well if i'm if i'm boring people won't hang out with me then he realized oh well i don't have to be i don't have to be other things i can be just who i am and people will like me then i like it no bust no fuss the clip they actually uh, reference predictability where lisa knows his whole routine and stuff and i love that they brought that back but then it's saved by the spell when his friends are like oh like we're just, like, trying to protect you and save your reputation. Lincoln's like, what would be better for my reputation than doing magic? He's like, guys, like, I could, I could literally, like, you know, I could have the whole school wrapped around my finger if I do magic. And, like, he proved to his friends that he's pretty badass. Like, his whole magic act was freaking amazing. Like, the animation, his facial expressions, his outfit, like, everything about him doing magic was so amazing. And how confident and, and, and smug he was, like... He's really gotten so well at magic, and I love that they continue to let him do magic, because I think it's a pretty cool thing that he's into now, because I, I love that, him doing magic tricks, but the one thing I didn't like about this episode I think most of us could agree on is how the friends were handled. Like, it's hard to deny that we all understand how, like, his friends feel in this episode, because, like, yes, we, we know they're in middle school, and they're like, well, if you're doing magic, that's, like, baby stuff, but... I kind of wish his friends would have been a little more supportive of him than just denying the fact that, oh, if he does magic, he's going to embarrass himself. Or mainly, I think they were worried that he would embarrass them. Because when he confronts his friends and says, the, the line that stuck with me in this episode was when he finds out his friends were lying to him. And he says, wow, I guess middle school really does change people. Even the ones you thought were your best friends. Like... That struck a chord with me, because that's that so... That lie. Oh, oh my god. Because th that's so real. Because, like... That lie. Fr <laughs> the fact that I have to hear it again. Yeah, yeah. I just... Every time I watch it, I hear that line. It's like... I'm reminded of In Friends of Dry Places when Lynn warned Lincoln about your friend group might change once you get to middle school. And then he said that. It's like, well, that's the reality of it. That happens. Like, people change, and it's scary, you know? Especially the ones who you thought were your best friends. And, like, the fact that his friends had to, like, emotionally manipulate him to the point where he thought that, like, oh, well, doing magic means my reputation's gonna be ruined because Lincoln cares a lot about his reputation. Even if he doesn't want to anymore it's still like it's still a weak spot for him it's one of my headcans about him that like yes his reputation means so much to him even if he won't admit it now but i love that in the end his friends did apologize and he came back and he proved that he's super awesome and rusty was like oh well who knew magic was cool like everybody knows magic is cool i mean come on who would think magic is boring i mean come on that was pretty awesome so i hope that this episode teaches teaches his friends a lesson that they shouldn't like judge Lincoln and like think that he's going to embarrass himself or embarrass them I think they mostly thought he was going to embarrass them by doing magic because everybody would think it's silly and childish but 
I'm glad that they apologize and that now they think he's cool because he did it. And I hope they continue to at least show like he's doing magic. I mean, that's what makes him cool because he did it without the fear of like people getting to him. Exactly. Exactly. Like he had no doubt whatsoever about it. Like even when he, what, even when Stella told him like his reputation be on the line and he was like, I'll, I'll destroy the dance crew. I remember him saying something like his, like, I, I think it was Liam who asked him like, what about the what about magic? And like it's like magic will always be there. That's the magic of it. Like even if even then he had that confidence of the magic will still be there, even if I'm doing something else. It's always gonna be there no matter what. And then he finally does it, and he's so confident on stage. Like I just love the way he introduces himself. The like my favorite line where he's like talking about his friends. He says their methods may be questionable, but they're always looking out for me. Like he's so aware of it, but it's so amazing. Like it's just. I love everything about that scene. Like it's it's absolutely perfection. Like the um here's there's here's the thing. Lincoln is I I believe I want to say is the kind of character that doesn't really care about having a reputation. He wants to do the thing he loves, no matter how people would judge him. And in that instance, where people um his friends were trying to stop him from quote unquote embarrassing himself or like embarrassing embarrassing them. Lincoln had every right to be frustrated in within that moment because why would you care about reputation? Why would you care about being laughed at? Why would you even care at all if you're just doing the thing you love? Exactly, exactly. Like, my friends and I were talking about this and, like, even back during season one when, like, his sisters made fun of him for dressing up as Ace Savvy, he was like, you know, he told Lucy that, I don't care what people think. I'll, I'll do whatever I want. Like, even there, there's been episodes like Deal Me Out where him and Clyde thought they were too old for Ace Savvy until they realized that even adults could love it or some other cases like Predictability where he thought he was too boring. But here, he's like telling his friends, I don't care about my reputation anymore. That's in the past, man. I, I will go up there and show y'all that magic is pretty awesome and I will be epic and everybody will love me. Like, that's such a great way to develop his character because season five has really shown me the main reason why Lincoln is my favorite character of all characters like you know I love Roddy and but it's uh, of course but Lincoln's always been my number one for that specific reason because he's passionate about everything that he's into and doesn't care what others think he will express himself no matter what he's into or what he gets into and he will try to like you know put that into his friends or his family and be that ray of sunshine that tells him hey it's okay to be into whatever you're into like that's what i love about lincoln's character so much and this episode reminded me of that of why and how he's become so confident like since school he's had this confident boost and i absolutely love it i love that they, they've done that with him because he could finally be the main focus of the show again after they, after they, after Lori moves and they don't focus on her much anymore. But now that Lincoln's finally gotten spotlight again and got like six episodes to himself and his friends, they've shown what his strengths are, and I absolutely love that. Like again, like the friends, it's it's hard. Like I really, I really want like you're conflicted at how you feel how, about the friends and their motives because if their if their intention was to make Lincoln's friends look look as bad as they they were. 
then they did a great job with that because a lot of us are conflicted on what, how we should feel about Lincoln's friends and their motives in this episode. It's understandable, but at the same time, it's not good. It makes Lincoln's friends look awful. Like, I remember at the end of the episode, I was like, wow, I kind of hate Lincoln's friends now. Like, Roddy is looking like a Hashtag better friend. Lincoln needs more friends. <laughs> Hashtag Lincoln needs better friends. Exactly. Like, we were talking about in the episode Horoscope, you know, Lincoln was doing magic for Roddy Ann, and, like, she didn't judge him. She actually really enjoyed it. And we're all like, well, Roddy Ann's look like a better friend than Lincoln's friend group now. <laughs> uh, Let me guess. A little kick in the end always gets to you, huh? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, now, I, now I'm Ernesto's assistant, so to Destino is the reason why Roddy likes magic. <laughs> and now you are Sonesto! Exactly! I will I will make Roddy like magic, even though she doesn't like magic, she'll like it even more. To Destino! <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, no, I it, it's hard because I'm conflicted on this episode, because I love everything about what they did with Lincoln in this episode, but the friends is questionable. Like it's it's hard. It's yeah. hard because it's like you want to agree with them, but you also don't want to agree with them. It's it's kind of it's kind of confusing how I feel about how Lincoln's friends, especially Clyde. Like I'm kind of upset Clyde actually went with the whole scheming thing, even though he was kind of uh he was against it. But I just don't like that Clyde also was in on the whole you're gonna embarrass yourself kind of thing. Cause like episodes ago. Clyde was playing spies with Lincoln, okay? So, I don't know why, like, Clyde's judging him if, if he dresses up like like a spy with Lincoln. I don't know. It's just, this episode's conflicting for me, you know? <laughs> it, 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 it really be like that. Yeah, it's a love-hate relationship, but I still really liked it a lot. Um, but yes, alright, so that was the two last episodes. So let's jump over to the Casa Grandes, who had two brand new episodes, of course. We're going to talk about the first episode, which is um, the kid plays in the picture. Uh, Carl's love for toys gets him caught up in a toy reviewer career. Um, what do you think about the uh, the Carl episode, the Carl toy episode? Hmm, I don't really have strong thoughts about it, but Carl being a toy reviewer? Hmm, that's something you don't really see every day. I mean, the kid really loves toys. Like, in fact, he was so heartbroken, the fact... It was so heartbroken that he had to wait nine more months till his birthday to get a new one. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, same here. Like, I don't have a lot to say on this episode. Like, I don't think it's the best Carl episode ever. Like, this being his first episode of season two, I don't think it plays to his strengths as a character, really. Like, especially being paired up with Sergio. Like, I, I don't know. Like, I, I, I liked those two in a, another episode called Monster Cash in season one. I think that's one of his oh, best. What? It's called Monster Cash. It's in season oh, one. Oh, right, right, right. The one about the um, El Chupacabre. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, that episode. That episode <laughs> plays to his strengths where this one is just, Carl likes toys. He's going to review them for money. I mean, it, it fits for his character. Because he likes money and doing schemes and, and stuff. And fun fact for Monster Cash, that's when I started shipping Carl and Adelaide. Oh, yeah. Car uh, Adel <laughs> Adelaide appeared in this episode. Adelaide appeared in this episode for like a second. 
And then she just disappeared. Yeah, she was on a ride, and then at the end, Carl was gonna throw money at her, and then with the coldest glare known to men, she says, don't you dare. I'm here like, that is the most angriest I've seen Adelaide. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then, we got, <laughs> and then Uptown Funk literally, like, like made Carl oh, Adelaide thing. is also second best girl. Um, second oh, yeah. Oh yeah, I love Adelaide. She's great. Like she got, she, she got is amazing. She got an episode before her sister Sid, which is kind of sad. But oh yeah, uh, was it, oh yeah, croaked. Yeah, croaked. Well, no, Uptown Funk with Carl, the Carl oh, yeah. Wade episode. Uptown Funk you up, Uptown Funk you up. <laughs> <laughs> but my friend Weeb was upset because Adelaide appeared this episode for like a second, and then Sergio cough blocked them. <laughs> I'm like uh, Sergio, I will cook you with the bird soup. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god yeah and then like Rodian just appears for like a second i'm like hi Rodian. bye Rodian. <laughs> wait you think uh, sid is gonna wait does sid have her own episode already or... no no not yet no oh oh the fact that adelaide has her own episode i know i know oh it's, my god <laughs> it's sad because like sid didn't is get it, an episode supposed to be the deuterogenous or something like sid is sid is Rodian's right hand man like why does she the have her right own... hand Right hand, <laughs> right hand man, our the, best the, friend. The right hand. The right hand. Lincoln's the left hand. A. <laughs> oh, oh my god. <laughs> hey, she has two hands. No. She has two hands. Sits the right. Lincoln's the she left. Has two hands. Exactly. Sits the right. Lincoln is the left. The left. left. <laughs> oh, that was a uh, good one. That I know. Oh. <laughs> that was oh. so. I thought that, that was the. That sounds so stupid in my head, but it's funny you're out of context. <laughs> oh my, oh my, oh! Oh my god, out of context! Oh my god, cast a loud chat out of context. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm sure people, I'm sure people have taken stuff I've said out of context all oh, the time. Like, oh yeah, uh, oh, oh yeah, um, Ronnie Ann has Sid uh, as the right hand, and Lincoln is the left. <laughs> it's like, oh, well, well, what's she doing with those hands? <laughs> No, no, it's the children's cartoon. Nobody thinks about that too hard. It's the children's cartoon. PG! <laughs> We're keeping it PG! <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> oh, this is why you don't have two, like, chaotic people on a podcast. It gets too crazy. <laughs> two chaotic people. Two chaotic people. <laughs> is this the first time? Uh, uh, is this the first time two chaotic people have entered, or is it uh, just me? I don't know. I, I'm sure I've had somebody else just as chaotic. I feel like you're just as chaotic as I am. But that's what makes it great. <laughs> I love having chaotic people. <laughs> Good start for the year. <laughs> yes, I feel the energy. That's that's what I love. I feel the energy in the room right now. Like forming a spirit bomb. Let me yeah. your energy, people of Earth. To Destino. The energy god. I, I, to Destino, I make, I make like, like, Ronnie and, uh, no, Sid and Lincoln, both Ronnie and hands. <laughs> their hands are all hands. I make it happen. They're holding hands. Exactly. That's the ending of Other Mess. They all hold hands. That's exactly they what's gonna happen. Hands. That's gonna make everybody so happy when that happens. <laughs> oh my uh, god. Okay. So this is what happens when you have an emperor and a magician of love on the same in the same podcast. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> make everything happen. <laughs> you know, shit, shit just goes goes off. 
Oh my god. Okay. We need to get back. <laughs> we need to get back in the topic. Right, we got one right, more episode yeah, yeah, to talk get, about. We get back into this. We're not talking. Okay. It's sad enough we can't talk about Carl. So, did you break your arc though? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Let's before before we get to that. But I want to say one more thing about the Carl episode. But yeah, like again, not not his strongest episode. Like I thought it was kind of boring, but you know, it it was still good. Like Carl's still a good character, but I hope he gets a better episode this season than this one. But I also like the evil lady. Like. I love how meta this episode is just because of the whole toy review thing and, like, signing contracts and, like, an evil business lady that wants to take their house and stuff. Like, I love how meta that was because, like, the contract had a skull and bones on it and she was, like, in, like, a... And she had a fire pit. Like, she was sitting in a fire... Like, in hell or something. Like, I was like, you guys aren't being subtle about this. (laughs) (laughs) But yes, uh, what? Okay, so that's that's that one, and then let's jump over to the final episode of the Casa Grandes, uh, Achy Breaky Art. Frida gets a bad review, but the but the kids try to stage a new auction to lift her spirits. So, what do you think about this episode, the uh, Frida episode? The Frida I have Arts. a feeling that both of us can relate to this. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Just a, this one in the most blunt way possible. Both of us can relate to this. Oh my god, yeah. As someone who's, you know, I've gone to college, I'm going to college for art, of course, but in community college, I remember, I'm going to tell a quick story, but I remember in community college, uh, we were having a portfolio day, and I was really, really excited about my my poster I made. I was so proud of it. I loved it. I got reviews of it. And then the one review I got was, was like, so unnecessary. Basically, what they said was, this looks like shit. <laughs> Literally, that was the review. They, this looks like shit. And I was like... Jesus. Yeah, I, I never knew who said it, but I'm like, wow, okay. Like, I, I'm glad you're honest with me, but geez, you know? So I could totally relate to, like, you know, them finding out that Frida's gonna get this bad review on art. But I love that the, I love how Frida handled it, because she's like, you know, what bad review is it gonna stop me from doing art? Artists have to have thick skin, like... Just because someone doesn't like your art doesn't mean you have to stop. I mean, you know, we we we, we all do like as artists, you know, we we do what we love. But if, if someone just co- on Twitter goes like, oh, like something like, oh, if you make shipping art, I don't ship this, but yada yada, or like, oh, this look, oh, I don't like this ship, or oh, this art looks like trash, or man, you did this wrong. It's like, like who cares? <laughs> like who cares? If you are proud of what you yeah, did... Yeah, nobody cares about your opinion. Just let me draw. Exactly, exactly. No one cares about your opinion. That's, we are... As hey, guess what? Here, here, here's what I'm going to say. Like, yeah. Some people um do this, and like some people... I've been a victim of this before. People would be like, oh my god, why can't you just be like this? Why can't you have your art style be like that? Nah, 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 nah. Like, and I'm here like, this happens from a lack of patience. Like, dude, like, where's your patience? Like, people have little to no patience nowadays. Like, they want everything just right there, just right there suddenly. Like, like come on, like, where's your patience? Like, if he, need, if he or she needs more time, let them have more time. Yeah. That's how, like, look at look at the Loud House. Like, look at the Loud House. Like, they develop it over time, and look at how amazing this is. Dragon Ball Z, One Piece, some of my favorite stuff. It took time to do it, a lot of planning to do it, and that's how they got so successful and popular. Yeah, but I mean, you need you need time. Exactly, like we all start somewhere. I mean, you know, my art. And it's the same for me as being a, like a, I'm a Smash Bros. player. Like being like a competitive Smash Bros. player or like any other like 
competitive like gamer player or gamer or like gamer like or esports player it, it, it takes time it takes a lot of pra- uh, okay not only does it take a lot of practice but i do have a feeling that real life stuff can go into your work like meditation you feeling good about it and just like having your years worth of experience like hell i even idolize ultra instinct like every single goddamn day yeah like as like as a start like when i started as an artist I didn't know what the heck anatomy was. Like, I didn't know how to draw anatomy. I didn't know what proportions were and stuff. And, like, or even, like, how to draw, like, hands correctly. Like, people would be like, you're not drawing the hands right. And I'm like, well, why does that matter? I mean, like, I'm drawing what I love. It doesn't matter if I drew the hands correctly. But it wasn't until, like, you know, I've been, again, I've been studying art in college for, like, maybe five, six years at this point. I'm going to be graduating this year, which is really exciting for me. But, you know, I've been studying animation. I've been studying all this. So, like, when I watch a show now, like, I can see, like, the animation mistakes or flaws or whatever. But ever since I got my... Uh, yeah, it's, it's it's hard to be like, oh, no, I know how they did that or whatever. But, like, ever since I got my monitor tablet, like, it really helped me improve on my art because I, I never used to, like... I'm bad at seeing details and stuff, so ever since I got a bigger screen, it's helped me learn to, like, get better details. Like, I actually practice on drawing hands correctly, so now when I draw loudhouse hands, I know how to do them now. Like, back in the day, I didn't know how to draw loudhouse hands. Now I do, but then, like, people be like, well, why do you just draw in the show style? Like, why can't you draw your own style? It's like, well, because I'm comfortable drawing show style. Like, why why are you expecting me to draw in a different style? Like, I want to draw the way I want to, and that's okay. And even if I draw in show style, I still add my own little things to to the characters that don't look like it exactly, you know? Like, it's just it's just hard, but, like, yeah, like, 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 like again, like, you, you understand why, you know, the family, like, is really upset that Frida got this bad review. And as artists, we totally understand that. But one bad critique or one bad Twitter comment or YouTube comment or whatever you do with art isn't going to stop us from doing the things we love, no matter if there's, like, a stupid comment or something. We're like, as long as we get, like, po- like positive criticism, like, if someone says, oh, like, I'm sure, like, I love this art, like, but, I've, but I know you can improve on whatsoever, like, that's great. That's great motivation. But if you're just like, oh, my God, your art style sucks or this is trash, like, like, that's not going to help us as artists, you know? Like, it's really not. Yeah, it's like, not going to help, but also at the same time, it could be a bit of motivation to prove them wrong. Exactly. Exactly. Like, Freya did this episode. Like, she she was like, oh, the review hurt a little bit, but that didn't stop me from doing my art. And she used that, like, she was crying, and she used her tears to make art like she literally put emotional thought into her work and that's exactly that's very relatable to artists like if we are sad or angry or upset or whatever we put emotion to our art and that's what makes it better because uh, sometimes it, I, you just feel I, I, for me i just feel like so much emotion to the point where stuff just goes dim i just i, I just stop thinking and i just execute the task exactly me too like like when I'm, I just I'm so, I just get into the zone and that's how I practice. I practice a lot. Yeah, yeah, same. Like if I'm feeling down or like sad or angry, I just draw something and I get into the zone and then I feel better after a while and it really helps. Like it really does. So I really loved how Frida again went about it where she was like, artists need to have thick skin. Like again, one bad review isn't going to stop shouldn't stop you from doing what you love. And I you agree know? with her fully. 
Yeah, yeah. So that's that's what I liked about this episode. Like, it was an okay episode. Like, there were some funny moments with the family. Uh, Roddy as disguised looked exactly like one that Lincoln wore in an episode, so connections. But I just, I liked the whole theme of, as an artist, I can relate to it more than just the episode itself. Like, it's fun. it was fun, it was funny, but, like, the overall message of, one bad review shouldn't equal you're a terrible artist. One bad review should equal you gotta prove to them that you're just as passionate about this and prove to them that you are a great artist and that shouldn't stop you from doing what you love. Like, that's what I loved about this episode. It was a great, great message. Absolutely. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. And with that note, on a positive note, we are that is all the new episodes of The Loud House and The Casa Grandes from this week. So, Yuki... I want to say thank you so much for being my very first guest of 2021 on my show. And thank you so much for coming on and talking about all this stuff with me from the Loud House of the Casa Grande. So, again, thank you so much for coming on. Oh, oh, the pleasure is on mine. I- I'm really glad to be on here. As I'm, like, whether big or small, I'm just happy to be included. I'm happy to include you, and, and hopefully I can have you back on again, because... I loved having your energy on my show. Like, absolutely loved your energy. So, hopefully I can have you on again another time. And um, before <laughs> we go, <laughs> and before we go, is there any social media of yours you want to plug on my show? Yes. Uh, my um, Twitter and Instagram. You can um, follow me on Twitter um, at Yuki underscore Redstar. I'll be leaving a link the the links of them into your um Discord DMs. Okay. So just in case. <laughs> yes. And all all links will be in the description of my podcast, of course. So make sure you tell me yes, where to find yeah, them. Yeah, so you so so you make sure like they're copy and paste. Yes. Yes, of course. <laughs> yeah, yes, uh I'm gonna send a link to my Twitter and I'm gonna be sending a link to my Insta as well. So don't forget. So yeah, make sure you guys follow me. Well, I don't really care for followers. I'm more of like a humble kind of guy, but apparently I'm pretty well known in the fandom, surprisingly. But either or, if you guys want to check out my content, you guys are more than welcome to. You would go there, I guys don't have to. It's perfectly fine by you. And yeah, basically. But yes, you should follow hit follow for their art because his art's amazing and I, I got I got a syndicated commission from him. It was absolutely beautiful. He did it like one day. <laughs> Amazing. Like absolutely talented. Like please go follow their Twitter and Instagram, of course. But yes, you should follow for their content because your art is incredible and I love it. So everybody should go support your art. Absolutely. <laughs> and then as for me, if you have any questions about the podcast or want to discuss the podcast with me, you can contact me over at Exciting Clips on Twitter or at the podcast's Twitter, Casalau Chats. And for next time, I'm going to be having a special guest coming on for next week's episodes, talking about both shows. I will announce it on my on, on my Twitter this week, sometime this week, for my next guest. But yes, I'm going to be having a next guest on. Uh, the only hint I'll give about this person is that they are also an artist of the fandom, a very well-known artist, and this person does some incredible fan art. They mostly do a lot of loud pet stuff, so that should give you some hints of who is coming on next time. But I'm very excited to have them on. So, Yes, and you can follow me on Twitter at Exile Eclipse or at the podcast at Twitter Casa Loud Chats. And we'll see you all next time on Casa Loud Chats. Mm-hmm.